Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, fam. Welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mile podcast. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Upspace Fitness. Thank you so much to Upspace for making this episode possible. Last week, the episode was seven things to leave behind in last year. And as promised, this week, I want to share with you seven things to then bring into this year, 2023. And the first of which is an abundant mindset. So you probably hear this term a lot, and I want to give you a few ways in which you can actually adopt an abundant mindset. So I think a lot of people, when they think about their life or their goals and um, the things that they want, they actually end up thinking about what they don't want. Well, I don't want to end up like this, or I don't want to end up with this kind of job, or I don't want to end up unhappy. But what you need to do instead is think of what you do want. It is not enough to think about what you don't want to get what you do want. There's a lot of big energy behind this. So what what do you want? Is it success, money, relationships, Because what happens when you think about what you don't want is that your brain will actually focus on that very thing and you will end up attracting what you don't want. And this is a really silly example of this, but I, years ago, I used to work in a restaurant and, um, we would serve drinks from, you know, the bar or, um, the back of the house, we would bring them out on these big trays. And sometimes there would be 10 to 12 drinks on a tray. And it was so intimidating carrying so many drinks sometimes because you were afraid of them falling. And one, one of the trainers once told me like, don't think about when you're walking, you can't think, don't spill the drinks, don't spill the drinks. Because 
inevitably what ends up happening is that you will focus on not spilling the drinks, but you will spill the drinks. And that happened to me actually several times. And there's just something about like your brain focusing on the thing that you're saying not to do. It, it inevitably just zones in on that instead of like what you do want to do, which is make it to the table, make it to the table or whatever the thing is. So I, I really want you to refocus on what it is that you do want. Um, and when you see these things in other people, let's say it's online or there's people close to you in your life that have success or the money that you want or a happy relationship, instead of feeling jealous or envious, those, those things are scarce minded. Those are scarcity thinking. So think about how it's, if it's possible for someone else, then it is possible for you. There's enough of that to go around. You may see someone killing it in your industry or online and look at your lack of success in comparison. But when you see what you want, I want you to believe that there is much more of that to go around and there's plenty for you. So do not settle for this scarcity mindset thinking that someone is already doing what you want to do or they beat you to the chase or there, you know, there's already a million people offering this type of service, you know, if it's something that you want to start, there is plenty of success to go around, even if a lot of people are already doing what you want to do. So the second thing that you should bring into 2023 is confidence. When it comes to confidence, people usually believe it's something they have or they don't like it is an innate trait they were either born with or without. But I know and I believe and I want to share with you that confidence is learned. It must be practiced, but it does start with making a decision. I think a large reason why we might lack confidence in ourselves is because we look for points of reference in our past to show us if we've been able to be successful at something. But the thing about the brain is that it will answer exactly what you ask of it. So if you pose the question in a way that prompts your brain to think about a time or multiple times that you've failed at something, it's going to reference those times. So if you're wanting to step outside of your comfort zone and let's just say start a business of your own or um, or let's actually something more simple. Let's say you want to go to the gym consistently and get in the best shape of your life. And you ask yourself, well, when have I ever been able to do that before? Your brain is going to go to all of your failed attempts in the past because you are actually looking for reasons to believe that you will not succeed in this again. But the truth is, is every time you start, you have an equal opportunity to be successful at something. It doesn't matter what has happened in your past or how many times you failed at something. It really is every effort matters. So you need to ask your brain to fetch examples of when you have done something well, or when you've navigated a challenging time or when you felt bold or proud of how you showed up, even if that example has nothing to do with what you don't feel confident about now. And here's what I mean. I ran a full marathon after going from 
hating running to never running. I ran a full 26.2 miles and I trained for it. Okay. That's the short story. And you probably know how that goes. (laughs) Um, but when I was pregnant with my daughter Shiloh, I had so much worry and fear around becoming a parent and how life would look when everything was so different. How would I navigate like so much, having so much less time to still do the things that I wanted to do with work and, you know, my creativity and, um, with just my fitness or would I ever be, have time to run or energy to run a marathon again? I was so worried that life was basically over and I was just future tripping. I was, I was really focusing a lot on how life was just over. And so my therapist, she asked me to reference a time when I, did something successfully that I didn't know how to do prior to doing that thing. And so I brought up my marathon and she was like, okay, well, how, how did you know how to run a marathon then if you had never done it before? I said, well, I looked up a training plan online and I chose it. And then I followed that plan and she's like, okay, so you didn't know what to do, but then you, on your own Merit went out, found a training program. You talked with people about, you know, that had run marathons. You gathered your own information and then you put it into play and you, you did it. You did it without having the experience. So why do you feel like you won't be able to also do something new to you without the help and assistance of friends who have walked that path before you or, you know, getting, reading books on parenting or doing all these things? you can figure out a way you've done it several times in your life. You've done it many times in your life, in fact. And so even though those are not the same things, I had to reference a time in my life where I didn't know how to do something. I had no idea how I would complete it. I had zero faith. If you would have asked me in the beginning, if I could do it and I did it, I found a way to do it. And so you need to reference those points in your life where you were successful at something. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know firsthand that when you feel empowered and mentally equipped, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. But sometimes life gets you bogged down or overwhelmed and you're not able to show up in the way you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful to learn positive coping skills and set boundaries. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash mindset mile today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash mindset mile. So number three, you're going to take with you into 2023 knowing your worth. So I'm going to be your hype girl right now. I don't know what happened in your past or who told you that you weren't enough that made you actually believe it, but you, my friend, are gold. And you know what makes you gold is that there is only one you. You are the only one that can bring what you bring to the table. And you might need a reminder that you can be the juiciest peach in the world, but not everybody likes peaches. So that has absolutely nothing to do with you. So I want to ask you, please, no more taking offense because someone prefers oranges. 
You are worth being treated with respect, even if you have less expertise than someone. You are worth love, even with all your dark parts. You are worth the effort, even when you don't feel motivated. You're worthy of being happy, even with the mistakes you've made. If you're someone who's convinced yourself that you've earned your shame, you now have permission to drop it. You don't need to carry it around with you. You are literally good enough as you are. You can keep making improvements to yourself and your life, but you don't need to hold back or feel like you need to wait until XYZ to be happy or to expect great things. You are valuable and you are so worth it, my friend. Number four, have an open mind. And I mean this with all the things. I want to ask that you have an open mind about your own beliefs, not saying that you don't need to stand for a cause, but stop falling over the sword over every little thing when someone has a different opinion or belief. Sometimes we believe something for so long, we don't even question it. Yet we let that belief determine how we live, how we treat people, what we think, and the decisions we make. Don't be afraid to have conversations with people who think differently than you and hear them with an open mind. You don't need to agree with them, but allow your open mind to accept their differing beliefs without causing separation or bad feelings. The world needs more togetherness. Have an open mind about opportunities that are presented to you. I think a lot of people are so quick to say no to things they actually have no idea about. Learning about something new is not going to hurt you. It will empower you to make the best decision for yourself. So if you are presented with a business opportunity to just learn about, dive in. What what does it cost you to just learn what it is you will say yes or no to? Have an open mind about activities or programs to try. You never know what's for you until you try it. Don't judge anything by its cover. You just never know. Maybe like you're like me and actually could fall in love with running or maybe it's bar method or swimming or maybe it's road biking or CrossFit. Maybe it you can't picture it because it's not something that you do or that you love now, but don't just have an open mind about it. If someone invites you to go for a run or try a new class, go for it. Just just see what it's all about. Number 5 healthy boundaries. So several of my best friends are going through pretty big life changes right now or have been in the last few months. And with every conversation I have with them, there's an overarching theme that new boundaries needed to be created in their lives of letting go of certain lifestyles or groups of friends that are not conducive to the way they want to live anymore. Boundaries are your friend. If how you are spending your time or with whom you are spending your time with is draining your energy, but you feel bad for any reason to change that, then let me be the voice of reason to tell you, you do not need to feel bad about protecting your energy or the lifestyle you want to live. Nobody, and I mean nobody, cares more about your health, your mental health, your happiness, and your success more than you. So it's up to you to set those boundaries. Maybe your healthy boundary isn't even around people. Maybe it's around habits like food or drinks. Maybe the boundary you need to set is the one with yourself, whether that means limiting the amount of times you eat out per week or the amount of alcohol you consume on a regular basis or even at all. 
If you feel kind of uncomfortable thinking about boundaries because you're afraid of what you'll be saying no to, I want you to reframe it and think about all the things you'll be saying yes to. Better health, more time, feeling happy, feeling good, self-confidence, self-respect. Those are the things waiting for you on the other side of those boundaries. Number six, bring with you into 2023 patience. We live in a culture that wants microwave success to be able to push a button and get the results we want without putting in the work for the transformation. I want to ask that you move into this year with patience, whether you're building a business or a brand or on a health or weight loss journey, give patience to the process and know that just because you can't see the results you want right now doesn't mean you won't get them. My patience in general has been on the fringe recently, as last year, as you probably know by now, I was pregnant with a toddler, not pregnant with a toddler. I have a toddler and I was also pregnant. (laughs) And now just being over a month into the newborn stage, I feel like I need this message more than anyone right now to choose patience when things feel challenging or hard. There have been too many things testing my patience lately, and I've found myself getting frustrated quicker, and it's so draining. But my husband reminds me that that's actually in my control. Getting frustrated about something solves zero problems. It just makes things feel heavier and harder. Am I right? What does it cost you to have patience with yourself, your partner, or your kids, or people you work with? To do this, you probably need to adjust your expectations because we normally lose our patience when things are not happening the way we want them to or when we want them to. But our expectations are in our control. And the last thing I want you to take into this year is empowering others. A rising tide raises all ships. You can be the tide no matter what you do for work. You don't need to be an influencer to influence people in your life. You don't need to be an expert in anything to have a meaningful impact on someone. Make a decision for this to be the year that you empower those around you. Be that hype friend that makes everyone feel so good they can't help but believe you. By empowering others, you will fill your own cup up because it doesn't take anything away from you to give someone else a word of encouragement or to be real with them about what you see in them versus what they see in themselves. Remember, we are our own worst critic, so sometimes people just need a boost of confidence and to borrow someone else's belief in them so they too can believe in themselves. Empowering someone else doesn't always look like a direct deposit. It doesn't need to be an exchange of words from you to them. It can simply be you living authentically and being an example. People are watching. Trust me. They may not always tell you the impact you had on them, but you are always offering energy. Make it positive by being transparent, kind to yourself, and by being honest. Being all those things gives others permission to do the same with themselves. Make this the year that you empower others to make positive change, to love themselves, and to take messy action. This is how we change the world. That is all I've got for you this week, my friend. If you love this episode, please share it on social media and tag me at Aisha Zaza so other people can find this episode so that I can see you and give you a virtual high five. I'm so grateful for you, my friend, and I cannot wait to spend next Monday with you. Until then, make it a great day.